The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to our October 2020 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back at the month and talk about some of the trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us again today for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who's the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. Tyson manages Searchmetrics' SEO content and client success organizations. And outside of shepherding their largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, he's also dug through the search metric suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. It's time for our monthly sit down with Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome back to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Feels like I never left the show. You know, we missed a month. I don't remember what happened. I think both of us were just busy and we didn't have the ability to record our September episode. And well, a lot's changed and a lot is still the same. You're still sitting at home? I'm still sitting at home with elastic waistbands. You moved though. I mean, yes. (laughs) The physical place of home is different, but I'm still at home. (laughs) I think that's why we didn't record. I think you were moving. At least that's what I'm going to tell myself. All right, Tyson... It's kind of a weird time of year. We're, you know, pre-holiday. We're coming up on the election. We have had a lot of news related to Google. There's antitrust. There's bugs. What a wild month it's been. Let's talk a little bit about what we're seeing. Let's just start off at the top. You know, what's happening with the biggest websites in the world? Yeah. So, I mean, first one to call out and especially earlier in the year and end of last year, it was a common website that we talked about. YouTube. 
actually have him this month as one of our losers. So this, we were talking all the way kind of going through the tail end of last year. And actually, the beginning of this year, they surpassed Wikipedia as being the most visible website. And really since and a good chunk of this year, we've seen some steady declines. And this month in particular, we saw a drop for YouTube. They started the month sitting around kind of 45 million points for visibility. And now they're down to, let's call it like 39 million. So that would be kind of the big drop for, I'd say, like the big players. And then the reverse side of the coin, Wikipedia has reclaimed the throne as the most visible website and has actually increased kind of steadily throughout the year and is now sitting just over the 55, 56 million range. So a little bit of separation. Yeah, I think they can claim the throne once again. So are you ready to hear from Conspiracy Ben? Oh, let's hear it. So let's just say, you know, Google hears that some sort of a legislation is coming down, maybe an antitrust case against them. And it's related to how they use some of their properties to bolster their search presence, monetize their business. And they're sitting here saying, well, we run the world's biggest search engine and we bought the company that is number one for visibility in the entire world. Maybe, just maybe we should, you know, tweak a little algorithm, adjust some ranking factors, and we'll just bump Wikipedia up a little bit. And YouTube will be number two and we're going to show decreasing market share. And really, they're just back to where they started at the beginning of the year. Is it possible that what is causing YouTube to shrink is actually, again, a conspiracy theory? But, you know, is there an engineer there that's taken their foot off the gas for YouTube in terms of search to just help Google make a better case for some of their other legal problems? I mean, I'm never one to shy away from a good conspiracy conversation. So I think in a lot of ways, like, yeah, you could definitely make the case there. Is Android on the grassy knoll? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily something that I would say kind of debunks that. If you do look at Google's SEO visibility, which is typically going to be represented by like some of their subdomains, their app store, etc. We saw a pretty substantial increase, not necessarily this month, but earlier in the year. We talked about them being one of the number one winners. We haven't seen them come back down as far. I mean... Substantial visibility, but definitely not in the realms of like the YouTube's, Wikipedia's. I mean, personally, I actually think that this is short lived. Like, I do expect to see YouTube actually increase. And I think with some of the announcements over the last couple of weeks, especially at the Search on 2020 event, when they announced that now they were going to be basically breaking videos into kind of like segments that then you could jump into a certain time signature point within the video is I actually anticipate with that advancement and a few others, like when we're talking about, you know, winners and losers in 2021, I kind of have a feeling that we're going to see YouTube bounce right back into the the upper echelon here. Hey, it's a search podcast. Why would I use any data to support what I'm talking about? Again, (laughs) conspiracy theory, everyone just reading the tea leaves, not necessarily connecting all of the dots together. But I do think that the timing is a little suspicious that we're talking about the antitrust and all of a sudden, the world's most searched for website is not a Google-owned property. Let's move on and talk about one of the other big things that's happening in the world. 
Rumor has it there's an election coming up. Apparently, a man named Donald J. Trump going against Joseph, I believe, R. Biden in the presidential election. There's another few cast of characters in the mix. What are you seeing in terms of, you know, the voting? Any sense of whose websites are seeing more traffic? Talk to me about how you feel about the election. Yeah, so just for fun, I jumped in to see how our candidates were doing. And I don't know if it was for fun or just kind of like self-inflicted pain. But I did go in and jump into looking at how the websites were performing of it. So I would say, and this is strictly off an SEO visibility, I looked at, again, the websites for the major people in the campaign. And Joe Biden actually is the number one out of the group and actually had a pretty substantial increase this last month. So we saw especially beginning of October, a sharp rise in visibility for his website. And really, I mean, we're obviously not talking the Wikipedia's YouTubes of the world. And we're talking as far as the full range here between 8,000 and 2,000. So Joe Biden sitting at... 7,000 and change, and a lot of that coming. And it was actually a, let's see, a 45% increase at the beginning of the month to achieve that. And then you have, I would say, then given the theme of the podcast, losers of the month, Donald J. Trump, which actually started the month around 5,000 and change, and then is ending right around 3,000. But did jump up this last week, about a thousand points. So a little bit of recovery there, but there was definitely kind of the switch between which website was ranking higher. And that happened end of September, beginning of October, where we actually saw Joe Biden increase. So in terms of the trajectory, Joe Biden is picking up steam. Donald Trump seems to be losing steam. When you look at the overall visibility, who's on top now? Yeah, Joe Biden is still above Trump. It gets it gets a little murky because you do have to kind of throw in Trump has two websites. He has the Trump.com site, which is more as his business and his branding, which not too substantial as far as SEO visibility goes. And it's actually below what Donald J. Trump has right now. So again, we're talking the Trump.com website at 1,000, Donald J. Trump at 3,000, Joe Biden being at 7,000. And then also throwing on context, another one that we saw jump up oddly enough this last month was Bernie Sanders. So we saw an increase there. But I will say the biggest outlier and the one that I was not prepared for, Kanye West. <laughs> one, I was not prepared to see him on the ballot. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Why Kanye West? Is this is this still a thing? <laughs> I I know, I know. And this, I mean, hey, we already started with And any Kanye voters out there, I apologize, but come the F on. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, we were on conspiracy theories, so like let's roll with it on this one. One, yes, I was surprised also to see him on the ballot. Vice president, not president though. But when you look into his visibility. He actually also has the two domains. He has Kanye West, which is more of kind of the standard shop. And then there's Kanye2020.country. And interesting enough, though, is if we compare the visibility between both Kanye and Trump, 
And this website for Kanye appears to be launched in yeah September, beginning of September. I'm looking at, and that website now is just shy under Donald Trump's website. And looking at the website, it is shocking. Even <laughs> it made it to that point because it is essentially a series of a couple videos and then a shop to buy some very pricey merchandise. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Is it like a make America great again, again hat? What, what, is, what is his forum here? Well, form or like merchandise, like the, the merchandise. I mean, this is an e-commerce play for him. It has to be like he doesn't actually want to be the president. And maybe this is all what we said about Donald Trump a couple of years ago. I won't get into my political preferences in any podcast ever. That's for the other Ben Shapiro. <laughs> but what the hell is Kanye West doing on the ballot? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to, I think, adequately answer that question. But as far as what's on the website, yeah, you got a couple of videos on it, a support donation. And then, of course, there's the Kanye 2020 vision hat for $60. And then the Kanye hoodie for $160. So, what's the hoodie look like? Definitely a merchandising play there. <laughs> Hang on. I'm, 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 I know this isn't SEO related, but you got to tell me what the hoodie looks like. Okay, well, there's <laughs> the $160 hoodie is just a light purple hoodie with no logo, nothing on it. But there's a Vote Kanye one. And then, interesting enough, there's also a t shirt that just says God Save America for $40. There's a blank <laughs> purple hoodie on his website, and he's on the US political ballot, and he's picking up SEO visibility. Folks, that's great marketing. That's all I'm going to say. No political judgment. Kanye, my non-political hat tips to you for being able to have this much visibility to a store that is selling blank, light purple, Hanes-looking sweatshirts. I can't believe it. I can't, I can't do any more political stuff. I quit. I'm out. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk to me about the holidays. Let's just do e-commerce. I'm doing no more politics this year. <laughs> 
<laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So Ecom, we're right on the heels of turning into the season. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Both of us are in the camp of sales are going to happen earlier this year. In particular, for the bigger ticket items, it's going to be more of like a rolling event versus a pointed Black Friday, Cyber Monday type year. And with that, obviously, we have our eyes and kind of watching what's happening in the e-commerce space. The first one, you always have to address them. Amazon. Amazon is again on our winners list. They had a very strong October. They have had actually, for the full year, has been on a great increase. I mean, depending on your perspective, if you're competing against Amazon, maybe not so great. But as far as like looking at their visibility of the year, they've had pretty steady increases. This month was one of their better months out of the year, putting them at an all-time high. So I'd say Amazon is positioned them in a very good place to obviously capture the upcoming traffic. And I think that's also kind of interesting. And we've touched on it before also. We're seeing also kind of the Google-Amazon competition heat up. So you're seeing Google become more aggressive with the free listings. We're seeing it integrate more into the SERPs. We're also seeing new schema markup for shipping. It's rolled out not just for the US, but globally now. So I really feel like... I mean, Amazon obviously has their presence. They're established. They're ready to go. But I feel like Google's really the one that's like kind of starting to ramp up their inventory, get kind of everything in charge. And I feel like especially going into the holiday season and then going into next year, Google's going to be looking to compete quite aggressively in the e-commerce queries. So Amazon is starting to pick up steam. We're seeing Google themselves starting to add more e-commerce functionality as well. How about some of the other brands that are normally popular around the holidays? We see eBay, Target, Walmart as well. The big movers and shakers. And there's also Spotify, who's kind of an aggregator as well. What are we seeing for the rest of e-commerce? Yeah. And I think actually in that kind of second tier is where it gets a little more interesting. And I would say my assumption or anticipation for this year, and we've seen in the past, I think it's going to be a big year for the big players. Like We've seen positive signs for the most part in a lot of the big 10 in e-commerce. So I'd say from the macro level, I expect that to just continue. We are seeing some competition heat up in that number two spot. So we've talked about in the past, Walmart in the last couple of years kind of solidified their position in the number two spot. But they have been kind of slipping ground a little bit. Like the year's been up and down. They actually saw for them massive decrease in beginning of October that they bounced right back from. But overall, they've kind of just been treading water, so to speak. And the ones that are really kind of closing back in is eBay, where eBay used to, if you went years back, they used to be solid number two in the positioning. We're overtoken by Walmart now, and they've had a really strong year of not making big splash growth, but just week over week steady improvements. And they, and let me get these numbers straight, they actually started the year closer to a little bit below a million from an SEO visibility score. And now they're up over 50%. So they are, you know, they've closed the gap to only about 400,000 between them and Walmart. So they've been one that have actually been steadily linking together these wins throughout the entire year. And I would anticipate eBay to also have a strong Q4. 
I have a dark horse for a strong year as we're getting into some predictions for the holiday season. I think Wayfair is going to have a monster year. And the reason is just the topic. I think that the home goods are going to be huge. I have not looked at their site. I have no idea what their SEO strategy, but every time anecdotally I search for something, Wayfair comes up, build.com, another one. I think that the housing stores or the home goods are going to be hot commodities around the holidays. I mean, I'd say as far as demand of the category goes and everything, spot on. Like, I would expect Wayfair to have a strong Q4 as well. I think that's been a sector that we've seen this kind of like surge throughout this pandemic time. As far as just kind of the monthly visibility performance goes, they did take a little bit of a softening, so to speak, from their SEO visibility. Where from end of September till kind of like end of October, they decreased roughly 100,000 points in visibility score. But I wouldn't necessarily take that as a precursor of how their Q4 performance is going to be. The other one that I would say similar in the same way of why you're kind of placing the bets on Wayfair, I would also throw Home Depot in that category. I expect Home Depot to have a very strong Q4. I'd be happy for any of those results as long as it means we're not still talking about the election in Q4. All right, let's talk about winners and losers. You already mentioned a couple. Give me the recap. Who are your winners of the month? Well, I just want to say large e-commerce, Big Ten. So Amazon's going to be in that book. I'm going to exclude a couple of them. And we didn't talk about all these, but I'd say top 10 e-commerce that had strong Octobers, Amazon, eBay, Target, Etsy, Home Depot a little bit. So I would say and also, you know, Wayfair, a little bit of a double-edged sword, not necessarily from the October standpoint, but Q4 Outlook, I would put them in the book as well. For my winner of the week, I'm going Kanye. Kanye2020.country selling his freaking purple hoodies. God, what does the world come to? But it's brilliant marketing. All right, who are our losers for the week? So losers on that point on Kanye, not as much of a political statement, but I would say loser would be Donald J. Trump just for the fact that Kanye is closing in on surpassing him from an SEO visibility score point. <laughs> bold, bold. Get ready for you know the, uh, the angry tweets when we read your Twitter bio. I, I, everybody, we're just talking about the SEO scores. Treat each other well. You get to vote. You get to you know pose your opinion in that forum, not on this one. My loser of the week is the big G, Google. The antitrust coming, you know, it's obviously going to affect how Google operates, at least in the short term. I'm sure that they're going to have to make some modifications to some of their strategies. Hopefully, it doesn't impact search and things stay predictable for us SEOs. But I do think that the antitrust is something that we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about in the coming days. And it's also something that we need to keep an eye on. But Google, my loser of the week for the U.S. government coming down hard. And man, this was as much politics as I want to ever talk on a podcast. Tyson, going into November, let's talk about turkey versus cranberry versus mashed potatoes next month. Oh, don't forget stuffing. Come on. <laughs> oh, dark horse stuffing. All right, everybody. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, VP of Services from Search Metrics. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 